Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hey, everyone. It's Daniela from the Keto Lifestyle Show, and I welcome you to the today's episode. And today, I want to talk about carbs. Yes, Carbs, like other macros, like protein and fat, carbs provide your body with energy. And there are two basic types of carbs in food, starches and sugar. And let's talk about it. Starches are made up of long chains of individual glucose units that are linked together. And starches or starchy foods generally don't taste sweet. That's very surprising me, but yes, here we go. However, because a starch is just a long chain of sugar or glucose molecules linked together, once it is digested in the gut, it is absorbed into the blood as pure glucose, rising your blood sugar levels. For example, um, Foods that are really high in starch are rice, pasta, potatoes, cereal and bread um, and so many more. But just a few examples. Okay, the other type is sugar. Sugar are much shorter chains compared to starches. In fact, sometimes they are just a single glucose or fructose molecule. However, in food, there are usually two sugar molecules linked together, such as sucrose, Uh, sucrose like glucose and fructose or lactose which is like glucose and galactose okay so many different words um just remember there are two um sugar molecules linked together and sugars are found in whole foods such as many plants and dairy products but aside from fruit and root vegetables like carrots and beets These foods don't taste very sweet. So vegetables, nuts and seeds often have only tiny amount of sugar. For example, um, some whole foods that contain sugars are fruit and fruit uh, juices, vegetables, nuts and seeds, milk, yogurt and kefir. And processed and packaged foods often contain added sugar, so stay away from it. But... Food manufacturers typically add refined sugar or high fructose corn syrup to their product. Also, they sometimes use honey or other, let's say, uh, natural sugars that are considered healthier. But sugar is sugar. And your body processes all of it the same way. It doesn't matter how you call it. It is sugar. And your body notices it. So, for example... Some added sugars is like refined white sugar and all other sugars like brown sugar, raw sugar, beet sugar, coconut sugar, uh, turbinado sugar and all these different types. Then we have dextrose, high fructose corn syrup, honey, maple syrup, molasses, agave nectar, all these different types of sugar. So... We just need to know about it and it's always good to read the label on your food that you're buying, um, especially if it's processed food. So how are carbs processed 
in your body? That's a good question. Starches and two unit sugars are too big for your body to absorb. Therefore, after you eat carbs, and okay, let me just throw it in here. Why I am talking about carbs? It is actually important for you to understand what happens with the carbs in your body to to realize or understand if it's good for you or not. If you follow a low-carb or ketogenic lifestyle, you realize you don't want to have those carbs in your body because it's not fueling your body right. And that's why I thought it's really good to, to just understand what's happening in, a, in your body. So stay with me, okay? It gets interesting. Well, I find it interesting. Maybe you as well. So let's, let's dive into it together. Um, well, after you eat carbs, your body produces enzymes that break them down into single sugar units that can be absorbed. And these single sugar units are handled by the body in different ways. And when understanding the effect of carbs on the body, it is uh, especially useful to know the difference between the way that glucose and fructose are absorbed. Once glucose enters your bloodstream, it causes your blood sugar to rise immediately. This prompts your pancreas to produce insulin and the hormone that allows glucose to move out of your blood and into your cells. How much your blood sugar goes up and how long it stays elevated depends on a number of factors including how many carbs you eat and how much insulin you produce and how sensitive your cells are to insulin. So on the other hand, fructose doesn't raise your blood sugar the way glucose does. Instead, it goes straight to the liver where it is converted to glucagon for storage. And your liver can handle small amount of fructose found in the whole food without difficulty. However, consuming processed foods and beverage high in fructose can overwhelm your liver um, your liver's ability to um, adequately process it. So high fructose intake on a regular basis may potentially lead to insulin resistance, fatty liver and obesity. Like agave nectar or other, other healthy alternative sweeteners that are high in fructose are often marked as being low GI because they don't affect blood sugar in the same way. But, here it comes, but they may be an even worse choice than plain sugar when it comes to your weight and health. Importantly, it is generally accepted that there is one component of carbs that isn't digested and absorbed, and that is fiber. This is because unlike starch and sugar, your body lacks the enzymes needed to break down fiber. However, bacteria that live in your gut can digest it. After fiber passes into your colon, these gut bacteria fermented it into short-chain fatty acids, which don't raise your blood sugar and may provide health benefits. So importantly, all non-viable carbs are absorbed and with the exception of fructose um, can raise blood sugar 
whether they come from whole or refined grain, fruits, vegetables or sugar itself. Okay, how are carbs used in your body? Once the carb carbs you've eaten are digested and absorbed, glucose can be used as an energy source by all the cells in your body, which sounds pretty good, including those in your muscles, heart and brain. So glucose that isn't immediately needed by these cells can be stored in your liver and muscles as glucagene, um, which is like long chains of glucose similar to starch in food. However, there is a limit to the amount that can be stored. Once your glucagene storage sites are full, any additional glucose from the breakdown of excess carbs will be converted to fat and stored in your body and that's the fat you don't want because that's the one that goes on your tummy on your hips on your boot on your upper legs and wherever it goes so what are the benefits of restricting carbs it, i think it's quite clear a low carb diet provides several benefits especially for people who want to get their blood sugar under control or lose weight so it lowers blood sugar and insulin levels it eliminates um, uh, carb cravings it's really powerful for appetite control and the ability to go for many hours without eating due to feeling full and satisfied and the next question is, do I need to eat a minimum amount of carbs? Oh, I get that so often. I, I already answered it quite often, but here we go. So the short answer is no. In fact, you technically do not need to eat any carbs at all. When carbs are restricted, your body switches to using fat and ketones rather than sugar at its main energy source. Aside from your red uh, blood cells and a small portion of your brain and kidneys which requires glucose your cells can use fatty acids or ketones as a fuel and that's why the ketogenic diet is so effective and your body is actually capable of making glucose for any cell that needed even if you don't eat any carbs this is because your liver can convert amino acids and glucerol into glucose and this process is known as gluconeogenesis okay big word but it's so good um so the best carbs to eat on a keto or low carb diet is the following or by choosing your carbs wisely that's very important you should still be able to keep your blood sugar within healthy limits while nourishing your body with important vitamins and minerals to get more healthy so adding some carbs to your diet may also make your low carb style lifestyle more sustainable fun colorful and 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 f yeah just fun so um here are some really best source of carbs on a ketogenic diet it's broccoli it's cauliflower it's kale it's leafy greens asparagus avocados macadamia nuts pumpkin seeds even raspberries if you want some fruit in there. So the next question is what are net carbs? If you know, I was talking about net carbs before and net carbs are the amount of carbs a food contains as after subtracting the fiber because we heard before fiber is not bad. 
Also, it's generally accepted that the viber in whole food isn't digested and absorbed. Not all experts on carb-restricted diets agree on this point. point. Just know it. Additionally, in people with type 1 diabetes, viber may distend the stomach and trigger the release of hormones that raise blood sugar. Therefore, you can either subtract the viber carbs in whole food to get the net carbs or count total carbs depending on your personal preference and tolerance so okay that sounds really complicated here's an example um how you can calculate net carbs a hundred gram of cauliflower contains five gram of total carbs two of which comes from fiber so what you do is five carbs or five gram of total carbs minus the two gram of fiber equals three gram of net carbs and that's it so that's how you calculate your net carbs you just need to know how many grams of total carbs are in there how many come from fiber and then you take the total carbs minus the fiber and then you have your net carbs which is quite easy to do and if you're not if you don't want to stand in the shop and and try to count you just there are lots of apps around where you can put in um just uh, the veggie or whatever you want to buy and it calculates for yourself so um there are different times of low carb um around and as i mentioned before the ketogenic lifestyle it's like eating less than 20 grams of net carbs per day then we have the moderate low carb it's like 20 to 50 grams of net carbs per day and the liberal low carb it's 50 to 100 gram net carbs per day so it's really up to you which way you want to go but i thought it's quite important to know what 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 are carbs what do they do in your body what type of carbs around what do they do in your body what are the net carbs what are good carbs and what what's happening um and which is the right way for you to go and if you want to go on the ketogenic lifestyle or if you want more information about it you should go to www.ketolifestyleshow.com and download my free book it's a ketogenic lifestyle book and you get all these different information it's a really good quick start also uh, follow me on instagram and facebook and give me a like and a follow um it's keto lifestyle show on both um facebook and instagram so i hope you enjoyed today's episode and talk to you soon bye